Hey, Pathway Church, I'm so glad that you're watching today. So over the last few weeks, I've had so many conversations with people. Crisis has a way of making people more talkative than they ever are. I was at the gas pump having a conversation. I was in the line at the grocery store, at Costco, while bagging loose potatoes because all the bagged potatoes were already sold. I was talking to an electrical contractor on the phone, working on our street. In all of these places, and so many more, I've had these conversations with people, and what most of them are saying is I've never seen anything like this. Now, they may be talking about how toilet paper is still gone. I don't know. Maybe they're talking about grocery shelves being empty or talking about the long lines at the store or how people are crazy panicked right now because of what's taking place. Whatever they're talking about, most of them have said this comment all the time. I've never seen anything like this. And what I've seen, what I've heard, has moved me this week. I mean, I I have heard fear and worry and stress in their voices. I've watched their faces. I'm a people watcher by nature, and and I've watched their faces, and in their faces, everyone is showing worry and, and fear and stress. I was standing in line at Costco, and I was watching people around me, and I noticed something. that were no smiles. There was only one little kid running around with a smile on his face. It was probably because he was oblivious to what's taking place in our world right now. But every adult that I looked at, there were no smiles. Just fear and worry and stress. I understand why. I mean, we're, we're facing something that we've never faced before. And without question, these are uncertain times. Every day, COVID-19 is changing the landscape of our life. And, and without question, you know, we're seeing massive disruption of normal life. Updates are coming at us daily about this pandemic. And as we pay careful attention to the guidelines that are being offered to us, I want to encourage us, and that's my goal is to encourage us to step back from all of this crisis messaging and remember what Jesus says to us. Jesus says in Matthew 6, I tell you not to worry about everyday life. We don't have to worry. And that's what he's telling us. We don't need to worry. Now, most of us probably need to hear this today to some degree or another. Jesus says, I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food or drink, Or enough clothes to wear. We don't have to worry about the basic needs. And then Jesus explains why. I love this. Verse 25. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Of course life is more. I mean, that's what Jesus is telling us is that that life is more. That God has intended for our lives to be more than just mere survival. We need to realize that when we worry, we are seeing the problem in our lives as bigger than the God who gave us life. Jesus gives us two examples as he continues teaching in Matthew 6. Jesus says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And why aren't you, I'm sorry, and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Of course we're more valuable. I mean, think about it. God didn't send his son, his only son, to die on a cross, to come to earth, die on a cross for birds. Jesus came. He he, he set aside his glory, came to earth to become a man 
to save us. Jesus says, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Obviously, worry doesn't any, is no good for us at all. I mean, we know how worry affects us physically and mentally, emotionally, relationally. We all know this. We've all seen this and faced this in our lives. Jesus says, and why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly, certainly care for you. So if God takes such good care of insignificant things, this is what Jesus is saying, if he takes such good care of insignificant things, then we can be so sure that he's going to take care of us. And then Jesus asked this question, He says, why do you have so little faith? When a person becomes so preoccupied in getting their basic needs met, they can easily center their lives around it and they begin to have no faith in God. See, something I've learned is how much we worry shows how much we don't trust God. It's true. Worry is an indicator of how we really don't trust God and what he can do in our lives. Jesus says, so don't worry about these things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. Get this, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. So you don't have to be consumed with worry like those that are without God. You don't have to face that. Your heavenly father is already aware of everything in your life. And because he already knows, nothing in your future is ever gonna surprise him or disappoint him or catch him off guard. This virus didn't catch God off guard. Your heavenly father already knows what you need, what I need to survive. And he knows every aspect of our lives, the things that we're worried about. He knows. And while we're worrying about these things, your heavenly Father is already working. That's the thing that spoke to me this week so strongly. God is already working to sustain and provide in this moment, right in this moment, in ways that I'm not even aware of, that you're not even aware of, some that we can't even imagine. That's what he's doing. That's why Jesus tells us, don't worry. Don't worry. Now, we got to admit, this is simple in theory, right? I mean, (laughs) simple to say, but it's very difficult to do. So I want to give you three truths that can push back worry in your life. I've experienced it in my life. These are three things that have helped me push back worry. First, no matter what happens in my life, God will be with me when I follow him. This is a big one. None of us can predict the future. We, we don't know the problems that we're going to face in the future. We don't know what's going to happen. But regardless of what you go through, what I go through, the thing that we can know is that we are not going through it alone. Jesus, uh, God says, rather, that I will never abandon you or leave you. Jesus said that as well to his disciples, that I will not leave you. There, there may be times when we feel like 
Um, we don't feel his presence, and we're questioning if he's even there with us. But God never leaves us. He promises that. He's with us all the time. And as you follow him, as we follow him, God will be with us no matter what we face. And this is very important because one of the realities of life is that people are going to leave I mean, we don't like to talk about this, but it's true. We all know this is true. There are times that you will be left alone by other people. I mean, you're going to have loved ones who die and leave you behind. You'll have kids who grow up and leave home. You'll have friends who move away. There's going to be people who willingly, intentionally walk out of your life. But friends, God will never leave you. He promises that. He will always be with you. God gives us this statement in Isaiah 43 that is so powerful. It should, it should speak to us as we face this crisis now. God says, when you go through deep waters and great trouble, I will be with you. So you may be facing deep water. You may feel like you're going under. But you're not alone. You're not going through this alone. God says, I'm with you. We need to know this. God is with me. I'm not alone. Another truth that helps me to push back worry in my life is to realize that God will guide me when I follow him. No matter what happens, God will guide me when I follow him. Again, God is talking directly to us, and he says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Now, the thing that I realize is I can't predict the future, but I know something about your future. You will face, I will face, all of us will face new problems, new pressures, and new opportunities. All of us will. And there will be times when we're not going to know what to do. We've got to make decisions. We've got to call a shot, and we're not going to know what to do. We don't know which direction to go. So what are we going to do? Are we going to turn on the TV and watch some TV talk show tell us what to do? Are, are you going to follow some YouTubers? Are you, are you going to call a psychic? Are you going to talk to some friends or coworkers or family members who, by the way, they probably don't know what to do either? Or are you going to trust that God will guide you? You can listen to God. If, if God already knows, if he already knows, isn't he the one that we should listen to? I, I, you don't have to have everything figured out. This is something that I've learned. <laughs> we don't have to have everything figured out. All we have to know is where to go to get the answers. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your, uh, depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he, God, will show you which path to take. Another truth that helps me to push back on worry, and it shows the character of God, is that God will provide for me when I follow him. No matter what I'm facing, he will provide for me. So often, I don't know about you, but so often I find myself afraid that I'm not going to have what I need to make it through the things that I'm going to face. And, and I find myself with these thoughts of I'm not sure I'll have what it takes. But God tells me what he will do for those who follow him. He says in Isaiah 65, I will provide for their needs, look at this, before they ask, I will help them while they are still asking for help. Did you see that? When we follow God, God will set into motion a provision for our needs before 
before we ask. I can't tell you how many times we have experienced this in, in our family. We, we pray and ask God to provide something, and little do we know that it's already coming in the mail, and it arrives the next day. God has already put it into motion even before we ask. When we follow him, God says that I will provide. God is working for us to provide for us, and we can trust in the fact that he's going to give us all that we need for every situation. Just like Jesus says, your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. So here's the question. Are you going to seek God, or are you going to worry? That's the question that you and I have to ask ourselves. Am I going to seek God? Am I going to trust God? Am I going to go to God? Or am I going to worry? Am I going to trust my Heavenly Father or be worried? As we wrap off, there's a passage of Scripture in Isaiah 46 that, that um, really spoke to me this week. I love what, what God says to his people. He says to those who follow him. God says this, I have cared for you since you were born. Yes, I carried you before you were born. This is something I believe about the awesome grace of God, that from the moment of conception in your mother's womb, God has been watching out for you. God has been caring for you. You wouldn't even have been born if God hadn't caused those cells to grow together. You wouldn't even be here if God hadn't already been working in your life. God has been there every moment of your life, of my life. And on the other end of life, notice what he says in verse 4. Even when your hair has turned gray, and I will take care of you. I made you, and I will take care of you. Bookends, that's what this is, it's bookends. Talking about our life, it's bookends. When we follow God, from the first moments of your life till your final breath, God says, I will be there. I will take care of you. My little granddaughter, Joanna, was just born this past Saturday, March 14th. All eight pounds, four ounces of her. She was born during this crisis, this coronavirus pandemic. But she doesn't know it. I mean, all she knows right now is that she's surrounded by some loving people who are taking care of her. She's not worried. She's not afraid. She's completely dependent on those who love her, those who are helping her, and they are. So while we're in the midst of quarantining and social distancing, when we're you know, dealing with feelings and facing things that we don't know how to handle. The Apostle Paul speaks right into this and he tells us something that we need to hear today and it echoes that words of Jesus. Listen to this. Paul says, I am convinced, I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. Neither death or life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from the love of God. Some of us need to be reminded that we can trust God. 
because he loves us. We need to realize again and again how much, how much God loves us, how much he cares for us. Plus, if, if we're people, if we know the, the, the one who loves us and cares for us, if we are following God, if we know him, we should share this message with those around us who are so worried and so afraid. They need to hear from you and me. We need to tell them about the one who gives peace and heals and protects the one who is in control even in the midst of crisis. People all around us need to hear the good news of Jesus right now, that there is a heavenly Father who loves us and wants to help. And all we have to do is come to him through Jesus and trust that he's in control. Trust him with our lives. Let me pray for us. Father God, here we find ourselves in the midst of something that we've never faced before. We've never seen anything like this. And we come to you as church family, Pathway Church family today. And some of us, we're worried and we're afraid. God, we need your peace. I pray, God, for my friends our Pathway Church family, that you would bring peace to our minds and our hearts and our souls today. That we would know that you are with us, that we would know that you are providing even before we ask. God, we ask that you would touch those who are sick. Maybe they are dealing with illness. Some that are watching today may be dealing with the coronavirus. I don't know. Whatever it is, God, that you would bring healing into their life because we believe you are our healer and we can trust you for divine healing. And for those today, God, that don't know you, I ask that you would speak to their hearts, that they would be open to hear you today, that, Jesus, they would choose you, that they would begin today a relationship with God the Father through what you have done, Jesus, on the cross. Thank you for all that you're doing in our lives, even in the midst of what we're facing now. We pray this in your name. Amen. We would love for you to email us and tell us what God is doing in your life. Share a prayer request because we care about you. My wife and I, we are praying for our Pathway Church family every day, our Pathway Church family online. And friends, this is what I want you to hear today. Don't worry, your heavenly Father already knows. I hope that you join us next week, you watch next weekend. Stay safe and be healthy.